and welcome back to another episode of Pierce Cast, where we bring you all things Pierce College. We hope you enjoyed the episode we've got going on for you today. We're joined by Diana Baker, Job Connections Manager in Workforce Development here at Pierce. So stay tuned to learn about the resources and services Pierce offers for those searching for jobs, re-entering the workforce, and looking for training and assistance in related areas. It's definitely going to be an episode you don't want to miss. And Diana, welcome, and thank you for coming on the podcast today. So let's get right into it, because this topic is relevant, it's exciting, and I want to be able to cover as much as we can. So what got you into workforce development, and also what brought you to Pierce? Sure. So I have been in higher education for the last 20 years uh, between private and public institutions. I've been at Pierce College for a little over six and a half years. And honestly, what really got me in was doing a work study job when I first got to college. And I had a position in financial aid and student employment and absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, I was a communications major and originally thought I was gonna go into journalism. That was something I had done in high school. I had done uh, print and I had done um, media and really loved it. Then I got to PLU and uh, got this great work study job, just loved working with employers, connecting students with, you know, employment opportunities and ways they could explore, you know, just where they wanted to go with their life and just absolutely fell in love with it. And so that has spurred me on through the job and career connection side, career services, workforce, financial aid, um, that whole kind of gamut of, of support services um, is really where I find my home. So you've got the passion for it. And I was a work study kid too at all of my, I was, I think my first work study was me at St. Martin's filing papers for like a, a, like a little office assistant deal. And then when I got to Central, I was a little computer lab technician. That was like the beginning of my IT career. But like you said, back then, it's like, I didn't know what I was going to do. That, that, in that work study job actually is what put me into IT. I thought I was going to be a PE teacher before that. And then. Lo and behold, here I am <laughs> 10, 10 years later in the IT career. So it works. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. As I say, so work study jobs are a really good way to number one, build your employability skills, um, to build your network, um, you know, to kind of try it out and see, is this a good fit for me? Uh, and they look really great on a resume is the thing too. And, and employers know that work study jobs are temporary. So they're not looking at the time frame as a negative element. They're looking at it as a way where you invested in yourself and in your time. Um, so it's always a really good thing to do. If you can do a work study job or just a part-time on-campus job or an internship, um, any kind of opportunity, you know, to be involved while you're exploring uh, your pathway and really digging into, you know, who you want to be and where you want that pathway to go um, is always a good thing. And you never know, you might fall in love with a whole new career that you didn't even expect. So this might be asking for just a ballpark estimate, but for Pierce College, is there a rough estimate of how many work-study positions we've got going on, or does that just really depend on the department and, and all of that? Uh, it depends on the department, and right now we're 
work study is really coordinated through the financial aid office. Um, so they would have a much better idea um, of how many we have working. Uh, certainly right now, not as many as we normally do. Right. Um, you know, but we do have quite a few that are working in all sorts of departments across the campus. And I encourage any department, you know, to hire a work study student um, or several, <laughs> several many work study students, because uh, they're, they're awesome. They're really amazing folks. And, uh, I think if you pulled the audience, a lot of folks who work in higher ed started as a work study student um, in some capacity or another. Nice. And is that so my question is, is that limited to just are you, is your main focus um, on work study positions or are you also connecting students to um, jobs out in the community as well? Yeah, so a lot of what I do actually is not about work study. Um, I do work with folks to be connected to full-time jobs, part-time jobs, um, internships. Um, it could be a job shadow, um, you know, working on their resume, working on cover letters, um, innovational interviews, how to prepare for a job fair. So it's really the whole the whole spectrum. And you don't even have to be a student either is the thing. So you could be an alumni, you could be a community member, you could be a staff member. Uh, you know, anybody can come and talk with us uh, and, and get some, you know, resources, get some suggestions on and what some possible next steps might be. That's awesome, too, because, I mean, making a resume and cover letter itself is a job and task like that can be mm -hmm. super stressful. So the fact that you guys are helping, you know, all of that, not just connecting to get the job, but preparing them for all of the steps that come with it. Like, I, I wish I had that kind of guidance jumping into the into the workforce field. I remember going into um, when I was in college, I went to our workforce development department and got help with my resume and I remember walking in and I had never made a full resume before it was always for smaller jobs that weren't as serious as you know what I was about to get into and I remember thinking yeah there'll probably be a couple edits this will be great and I walked out my resume had red marks all over it but it was such good information and I kept that with me moving forward but I just remember thinking like man I had, did not know what I was doing before that so that is a great resource for sure and everyone listening no one has an excuse because you just said it can be students, it can be employees, it can be community members. So pretty much anyone listening to this can can go to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's really no limit on that. And and a resume is different than any other kind of document you're going to put together. And it's not a one and done. Uh, a resume is a living, breathing document. And it's something that, you know, you may update ahead of each job application. You're gonna update it as you gain new skills, new you know, education, new credentials. You're gonna tweak it a little bit um, for each employer. The downside is that each career professional is probably gonna tell you something slightly little different because we each kind of have our own way of wanting to do that. But I also say that because I want you to go and talk to multiple people and get those different perspectives and talk to recruiters, talk to employers. They want to help is the thing. Um, there's a lot of resources and help out there, uh, free resources um, that are out there uh, that that we want to help folks, you know, to access and, and the folks who do it are really cool. <laughs> and so... So say say a student listening right now is like, man, that sounds good. I really need help on my resume. I'm about to graduate. I need to find a job. 
what do those steps to get connected with you or your colleagues look like? So how how can someone reach out to you best? And, you know, what does that initial meeting look like? Where do you go from there? Sure. So they can reach out to us in a couple ways. Uh, they can email us. Uh, so jcc at pierce.ctc.edu. That is for the job and career connections. They can certainly give us a call. Um, you know, 253-964-6265. That is our main number. So they can talk to me or one of the other workforce or job and career connection staff. Uh, once we're grounded again, they can come in and see us. Um, we have staff at the Puyallup campus and the Fort Silicon campus uh, where they can set up an appointment with us. Um, we can meet via Zoom. Uh, they can email it to us. Uh, we, I mean, we try to be as accommodating as we can. Uh, and knowing that doing a resume no matter what stage you're at, takes time. And so that first initial conversation is going to be different depending on the student or the individual. It could be that they are starting from scratch, in which case we're going to go over what the possible different categories are. Somebody could have a fully complete resume and we're just kind of offering our, our critique um, but like I said, there's no limit. Um, folks can keep coming back, asking questions. Uh, we want to make sure that they're walking away comfortable uh, and, and that they have a finished product eventually and, and that, that they really realize what their self-worth is. I mean, that is part of, of what I see most often is that folks really undersell themselves. And, and the reality is there are so many skills and abilities and experiences and things that folks are bringing to the table and so part of what we do is just to help those individuals express that on their resume. Nice. And one of the, one of the things I heard is like uh, being available via Zoom, which sparks a question of um, during this whole pandemic, what are some of the major adjustments that um, you all on the workforce team had to make um, working remotely outside of making available through Zoom to continue to connect with students. And then kind of two part of that question is, what does the job market look like these days in trying to connect students um, to those jobs? And, and what kind of tips and hints do you have for some of our graduates out there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, un, you know, unlike other departments, we had to pivot rather quickly. And uh, that meant, you know, changing how we did appointments. So more email appointments, more Zoom appointments, uh, you know, phone appointments. Uh, and that's okay. You know, um, for many people, they're more comfortable that way um, because we're not meeting face to face. And, you know, when you're doing an appointment um, or even an interview, but you're home, you know, you're not having to worry about what else is going on um, aside from maybe a rogue animal or rogue, rogue child coming in and popping in. <laughs> but the thing is, we're all doing that. So even employers get the stuff happens um, and they understand that you are more comfortable at home. Um, even if that means you're not wearing shoes because you're behind the screen, but you're more comfortable and that really goes a long way. And that shows to the employer. And, and speaking of employers, I mean, the job market did shift or rather pause in many ways. So the jobs that folks had, will still be there. They've just kind of been paused for a moment. So it's not that they went away, you know, they will, they will be back. Uh, many employers are still hiring. Um, the roles still exist. You know, departments still need people in accounting. They still need human resources. They still need IT folks, uh, but they also need, you know, customer service. Um, they need warehouse right now. 
some of those industries really saw a big boom because everyone was ordering online. Uh, so, so there are still jobs out there. And, and as we're, we're softening, things are going to come back rather quickly because many folks decided to just retire. You know, they're not coming back. Um, the, the silver tsunami, as they call it, of folks, you know, reaching that age from the baby boomers are retiring. That was going to happen pandemic or not. And so there's a lot of new opportunities coming up. Businesses are also realizing folks can work from home successfully and maybe even more successfully than before, which is opening up a whole nother niche of opportunities for folks to be able to work remote, um, to be able to work different hours, uh, which, you know, for many students and, and graduates means they don't necessarily have to move, you know, for their for their next job. If they can, you know, commute, you know, two days a week and be home the rest of the time, you know, expanding your job search bubble, you know, might be more feasible. Uh, and that's awesome to hear just because, I mean, you know, roughly for these last two years, we've just been hearing how detrimental unemployment, the unemployment rates have been. Um, those who have, you know, unfortunately lost their jobs, you know, or like you said, paused. Um, and it's not that the jobs aren't necessarily there. It's just with everything going on, trying to get that checks and balances. But knowing that the jobs are here and, and as we slowly begin to open back up, you know, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for many of our graduates coming out um, to get in those positions that they're seeking. So that's that's a positive that I'm, I'm hearing out of that because, you know, it's been plastered all over the news about, you know, unemployment and, and um, support. So to hear that, hey, like the job market is going to it's going to go back to booming and opening up um, for those in need. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that. It gives that hope. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. It is, it is. And right now we're seeing a lot of employers are doing virtual hiring events. Uh, so you can still jump on to like a work source. You can jump on to, um, you know, our job posting page, um, our Facebook page. You know, there's, there are hiring events, virtual hiring events that are happening um, all over the place. So for folks who are looking, even if it's a stopgap job, you know, to fill in until, you know, your, you know, what you were doing comes back and, and that business is open again, um, there are opportunities out there. And any employment opportunity is going to teach you something. Um, there's going to be a skill that you're going to work on, something new you can work on, uh, and and employers like that. They want to see that you're you're building upon yourself, you're building your skills, um, you know, and that, those are all great things. And most importantly, we, we all trying to get paid, right? <laughs> we, mm -hmm. try, we got bills to pay. <laughs> you know, some of us are we playing catch up, right? So we we trying to get that check. We getting back to those continuous checks to pay the bills. Yeah, I actually, so um, for me, I, I graduated not too long ago um, and got into the workforce. And then not too long after that, the lockdown started. And so I remember just thinking like that it was the end of the world in a way and not being sure when anything would come back, you know, and that's a big blow too. And so I can just imagine how students are maybe feeling who are trying to get into the workforce right now when, like you said, there's been a pause on a lot of jobs too. But I like that you mentioned, I mean, there are other areas where jobs started booming a bit more because they needed more people to accommodate these new needs that we all have. Um, so there's, there's always hope pretty much. 
There is, there is. And what I would tell students and alumni, you know, is don't focus on what you can't do right now. Think about what you can do. And even if that's one, one small thing each day, do that, you know, because that helps to build your momentum. Um, it also looks good to employers. It gives you that satisfaction of having done something and you're going to grow from it. Um, so whether that's, you know, I'm going to spend 15 minutes on my resume today, or I'm going to try to make, you know, one connection on LinkedIn, or I'm going to do, you know, a, a free class, you know, on Microsoft or on LinkedIn or Coursera or someplace, you know, there's always, there's something you can be doing each day. Uh, so I would encourage folks to to commit to doing at least one thing, you know, because um, we can all do at least one thing. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned earlier um, something about like practice interviews with with students or community members who come to you, which I think from my experience has been so helpful as well. And I wanted to ask if there are any other, for example, like trainings um, that you that you offer through workforce development. Yeah, so we try to really focus in on what the individual needs. And so that could be doing some practice interviews because the last time they interviewed was 30 years ago and you came in and offered a handshake and that was it. Uh, It could be offering advice on how to do a Zoom, you know, interview uh, because there are so many little things that if you're in person, you're going to consider. But if you're on Zoom, it's going to be completely different. Uh, It could be, you know, helping them come up with informational interview questions. So if they're researching their pathway, this is what they might want to ask a professional. Uh, These are the questions that can help them decide if this is a good fit for them. Uh, It could be just helping them prepare in general for the workforce and looking to see what's out there. Uh, So that could be doing some career assessments and looking at what's in demand and what isn't in demand. What is the trajectory look like. So we're not just thinking about, you know, I walk across that stage, I get my diploma, I get my job, but what's the next job after that? What's the job after that? Um, well, where can you go with this and and have that conversation? And so as I am scrolling the workforce link um, for all of our listeners out there, of course, you can go to our main webpage, pierce.ctc.edu. Um, and under, well, we'll backslash workforce um, is where you can find tons of contact information. And one of the things I'm looking at is um, some contact information in regards to uh, opportunity grants. What exactly is that? And and how does that benefit our students? And what, what do you guys provide in that sense? Yeah, so Opportunity Grant is a funding source that can support students typically with uh, books and tuition for up to 45 credits. And so a student would need to be in one of the Opportunity Grant approved programs and uh, they do need to meet some household income guidelines. Uh, but in addition to that, we also help them, you know, apply for aid. So whether that's completing the FAFSA or completing the WASFA, we help them look and see what other uh, funding sources they may be eligible for. We see what other barriers they may be experiencing and help them navigate that. So whether that's connecting them to the tutoring center or to the writing center or to get help with their, you know, computer or to navigate, you know, e-learning. First time student e-learning might might be a brand new concept to them, or it could be connecting them, you know, to DSHS. Um, it's really up to what the what the student needs. We help them get that connection while also helping support them uh, with some possible funding. 
That is awesome because I was definitely one of those students in need with the oh my goodness I can't don't even get me started on textbook prices because <laughs> those <laughs> oh things man are oh my those prices and then at the end of the quarter you get excited to try and trade that bad boy in and they're like yeah guess what we are not using that anymore so yep. you get no money for that <laughs> to fight. <laughs> Then you're just stuck with textbooks, and who knows if you're going to open them again. Right, right. I, was, I, I call know. those doorstops. Yep, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. They come, in hand, they come in handy. You can always um, find a use for something. And yeah, so it is there a quick shout out um, as far as the rest of the workforce staff that helps you along the way with this work and just kind of, um, I know you mentioned the JCC at pierce.ctc.edu, but yeah, just um, just some names that we can get familiar with and, and contact information for um, our student, not only our students, because we heard that not just our students, but community members and just anyone who's in need of the things that we've talked about, whether it's uh, cover letter assistance, uh, resume assistance, job seeking, work study or in the community. Yeah, just um, just give us some names and some contact info um, of your team. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the worker retraining manager and the job and career connections manager, but I also support our other programs and back them up. So we have BFET, uh, we have Work First, we have Opportunity Grant, uh, Worker Retraining, and then we have everything that falls under Job and Career Connections as the main workforce programs. Um, my partner in crime is Adriana Chaperlis. She is the other manager. Uh, she manages BFET and Work First primarily. Uh, we also have several coordinators with us. Uh, so Roxanne Cassidy, Denise Green, um, I, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. So Denise Green, Mindy Mason, Roxanne Cassidy, those are our coordinators. Uh, we have a representative from MDC. Uh, Eleni is our co-located staff from MDC, which supports students uh, with a variety of resources off campus, uh, but she is housed with us on campus. So that can be helping with applying for financial aid, uh, whether that's the WASFA, their FAFSA, navigating student loan issues like student loan default. Um, she can help with, um, some transfer readiness. Um, she's got connections to other elements within MDC. We also have three navigators with us. And what's cool about the navigator role is not only can they do workforce stuff, but they're directly connected and embedded with one or more of our professional technical pathways. So we've got Jaina Peterson over in CIS and CNE. I love Jaina. Shout out to Jaina. Uh, we have Mary Allison. She is over with our social service mental health folks. Shout out to Mary. And, yes. And then we have Annette. And Annette works with our business and our accounting students. And uh, at any given time, you might find them answering the phone or helping out. Uh, but most of the time, they're working directly with students who are in one of those pathways or are exploring one of those pathways. Nice. Shout out to Annette, too. The Navigators. I like that title, too. The Navigators. I do. I, I actually like that. I, I kind of want to be a navigator. I want to be able to put on my resume. Navigator. I'm a navigator. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. 
We also have Lori Kelly from WorkSource. She is our co-located staff from WorkSource. She can help with job search, you know, resume writing, um, career exploration, um, that sort of thing. She doesn't do unemployment, but she can help with with the other career services piece. Uh, And then our fearless leader, Susan Cable. um, So she keeps us all organized and um, taking on all of these wonderful programs uh, to keep keep students, you know, rolling and um, and even after they graduate alumni as well. One of the easiest ways to get a hold of us is to call just that main workforce line. Um, it's a group line. So um, any one of us may be able to answer that. Uh, the JCC email, you can also email the workforce email, workforce at pierce.cdc.edu. Um, you know, there's there's a, a lot of different ways to get to one of us. Um, any one of us is trained uh, to support students uh, with wherever they might be. And we'll include um, those email addresses and that phone number that you mentioned in the description so that anyone listening, it's right there for them um, and they don't have to rewind or anything like that. Perfect. And I, I had a question on two. You mentioned BFET and I think MDC. Uh, what are those? Sure. Um, yeah, I'll go through all of our programs here. So BFET is our basic food uh, education and training, and that supports our students who are receiving the food assistance through DSHS. Uh, Work First is similar. Work First supports our students who are receiving the cash assistance through DSHS. So very similar programs. MDC for the Metropolitan Development Council uh, is is a local uh, nonprofit that supports students uh, with a variety of of resources. Um, And they do also have folks who are at the Nourish Food Truck on Tuesdays. So if folks are coming to get resources on Tuesdays, they have a little tent set up uh, to help with with a variety of resources and and they can stop by and, and talk to them there. So for everyone listening, there's going to be a pop quiz on what all of those things mean at the end of this podcast episode. Um, There's actually not going to be a pop quiz, but there is going to be a code word contest. Again, we are continuing this. And uh, I need you guys to help me with a code word for that. How about workforce? Does that work for you, Diana? That works. All right. Code word workforce for anyone listening. Just send an email to piercecast at pierce.ctc.edu and you might be the winner of a Piercecast t-shirt. Now, I'm going to pause it right here, guys, because we have a pretty fun commercial for all of you. So listen in. Nikki, I just love this time of year, don't you? The sun is shining, summer's almost here, and this year's graduation celebration is just around the corner. Yes, it is. We are so close, and I am so excited about this year's celebration for the class of 2021. If you haven't already heard, we're having a drive through celebration on June 18th, and it's going to be epic. I can't wait to cheer this year's grads on. For obvious reasons, this is the first time we've had a drive through celebration, and it's sure to be an experience you don't want to miss. Graduates, we're hoping you are planning on joining us between 12 and 2 p.m. on June 18th at the Tacoma Dome. You can wear your cap and gowns if you want to, and we encourage you to deck your cars out and show your peers pride. 
show all of the Pierce pride. It's gonna be such a great time. And then at 3.30 p.m., the virtual commencement ceremony will premiere. So be sure to grab your popcorn and watch as we celebrate the class of 2021. You'll find the link in your emails as well as on our website as we get closer to the big day. But wait, wait, wait. Don't leave yet, there's more. We wanna hear from you. Be sure to share your graduation stories with us on social media using hashtag PierceGrad21. And more than anything, grads, I hope you know how awesome you are to have made it to the finish line under such unusual circumstances. We are so proud of everything you've accomplished and know you are ready to take on anything this world has to throw at you. Congratulations, class of 2021. And now getting back, Diana, to our conversation, another question that I had was you mentioned um, some courses like LinkedIn courses. Do you have recommendations for people coming into your office or I guess uh, reaching out to you virtually now for courses that they may take for different, um, you know, job skills um, or anything of that sort that maybe they can do just online here and there to help build some of those capabilities? Sure. Uh, and, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be pretty specific to the student and to their career pathway. But I always recommend making sure you've got those computer skills. At this point in time, it is hugely evident that everyone's going to need some level of computer skills. Even if you're thinking, you know, I want to be a truck driver. Well, that's highly tech now. Um, there's computers, everything tracks everything. You got to, you know, put it in the system. You know, it's it's pretty difficult to escape uh, needing computer skills. Job fairs, they're virtual right now. You know, we need you to be able to connect. So, you know, staying on top of, of those skills uh, for, for that's going to be good. Uh, even dabbling in social media, um, because, again, there's, there's so much that's going on in social media. That doesn't mean you have to be an expert on whatever the next platform is. But I think we were all a little surprised, you know, uh, you know, 15 months ago when suddenly we all had to become experts in Zoom um, or Teams or Slack or whatever the case may be. So it's good to have some familiarity with that. And that's exactly how we became friends, wasn't it? <laughs> Through the right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Joey, yeah. I need help with this, please. I know. Because this computer Joey, is driving me crazy. I did it again. Oh, man, I can imagine, Joey, what I can't imagine what your job was like as we went into this transition, because I can just imagine there were so many questions and so many learning obstacles and and uh, yeah, that must have been. Oh, yeah. No, she she made Diana made a great point of of IT is uh, embedded in everybody's job now, you know, and, and it's you can't avoid it at all. I mean, it's as simple as what you may be doing on your phone, let alone on a tablet computer, you know, when all of these Zoom meetings and, um, you know, I'm here to tell you, I've, I've been on several hire, hiring committees as of late, and it's all been via Zoom. So that's a whole new skill to have to develop is interviewing online instead of just sitting there in a room with people, which can be a positive or a negative, depending on, you know, who you are. Like, for me, I love I love being in a room with people and just kind of feeding off the, that that energy. And it's not always easy to do that when you're just looking at boxes on a screen. Right. But 
No, it, 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 I'm glad that you, you said that because it is. It, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to let y'all know that either. it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so build up those skills. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I'm privileged that I can just grab my 15 year old and, you know, hand him the phone and say, make it work. Do this, please. Um, you know, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, technology is definitely here to stay. So getting somewhat comfortable, uh, I think, is, is going to be a great choice no matter what pathway you want to go into. Yeah, and you can always use it. I think those sorts of having those sorts of resources and trainings and just keeping up with it, even if you're in a job that you plan to stay in for the long term until you go to the next one or stay in it forever. I mean, it never hurts to train yourself a little bit more, learn something new every day and just reach out to these resources that you have available. I mean, why not? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, this is this is what I live for. I, I enjoy working with folks and, you know, like I said, students, alumni, community members, you know, your barista, your neighbor, um, you know, staff, faculty, um, you know, if folks want to come see me on the down low and, you know, have me take a look at their resume, I'm down for it. Um, you know, I get it. Um, you know, just because you're a professional doesn't mean you're immune from wanting to have someone take a look at your resume or, you know, run you through a mock interview again. Uh, you know, because like I said, maybe you haven't done it for 20 or 30 years. Uh, so we we love to connect and um, we're here. <laughs> and it's great to have those those perspectives from different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's always really easy to miss something because you know what's supposed to be on the page. Uh, so mm-hmm. having a second pair of eyes to take a look at it or even sending it through your computer and having it read it out loud to you can be a really good way to hear, you know, where you may have, you know, typed a word that's spelled correctly, but is the wrong word. Uh, mm-hmm. So I encourage folks to, you know, use that little trick if they're not quite ready for someone else to read it, um, you know, if they want to do a little bit of proofing first. Especially in the days of autocorrect. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we have the luxury of everything auto-correcting. So when we type it out in a resume or something like that, we we don't always catch all that. Stuff <laughs> is one thing that I'm realizing over the years, how dependent I've become on autocorrect. Seriously, I can't even count the number of times that autocorrect has saved me. I've also got to say, guys, that I have already forgotten what MDC was. That is the Metropolitan Development Council. There we go. Nice. I would have failed that pop quiz. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no shirt for you, Neil. <laughs> no. Sh- nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thank you so much, Diana. This has been really awesome. And I do hope that anyone listening reaches out to you guys because like we've talked about, I mean, anyone can benefit from these resources that you guys have. And to all our listeners there, don't miss an episode of PierceCast. PierceCast is available on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen. And as always, we really want to hear from you. So email us at piercecast at pierce.ctc.edu with your feedback, story ideas, and general shout outs. We love to hear from you guys. And with all of this, we will see you guys on the next episode.